Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spend some time in the country. Live from Ontario and heard around the world. Welcome to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Carlton Place, Ontario's Jordan McIntosh joins me on the show now. He has his debut album called Steal Your Heart being released on April 15th. We're very close to that date. The lead single is the title track, Steal Your Heart, and we'll hear that on the show. We'll also hear some other songs from the album. He's returning to Boots and Hearts Music Festival this August. It'll be great to have him there. He's been in Nashville recently. Lots going on. Welcome to the show, Jordan. Thanks for having me back, Dave. It's always a it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much, it, Jordan. It's great to talk to you. We've talked over the last few years, and in fact, when I went to iTunes and saw the new single, they have the podcast of this show uh, you know, beneath whatever artist I've interviewed, and there's like four of them there. So we've talked a lot over the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of... A lot of good conversations. I'm sure I've and I'm sure I've told you multiple different release dates for this for this record. <laughs> exactly. And now we've got a final, final answer, final answer, final date, April fifteenth, exactly. uh, at iTunes and all those places. And we're going to hear the song "Steal Your Heart" a bit later on the show. Let's talk about that first. You wrote this song along with Danik Dupel from Emerson Drive and your buddy Dave Thompson, a great writer himself. Tell me about this song. Yeah, this song. Um... I don't know. We wrote it about almost a year ago um, down in Nashville, and we kind of it kind of we kind of wanted to play on like a a love story, but more of like that that also kind of played of like a like a like a crime. Like you know, all, mm-hmm. the guy wanted the girl's heart so badly that you know he would he would steal it. You know, he would he would it would it would almost be like it was a crime because he. You know, he was that's he just wanted it that he wanted it that badly, and the lyrics mm-hmm. really reflect that. The lyrics, you know, there's there's uh, a line in there where it's like, you know, I ain't no Jesse James. You know, I've never even robbed a bank. Um, <laughs> obviously, Jesse James is a massively kind of infamous uh, thief. You know, back in yep. I don't even know if he's he's probably not still alive. I have no idea, but <laughs> everyone just knows him. And, you know, Jesse James from way yeah, back in the day. Is, so. Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah. So it was just kind of that kind of idea to play on that. Um, that I guess your yeah your typical kind of story of guy wants girl, but just kind of had that little bit of a twist of that kind of uh, criminal element to it. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'm really happy. I mean, I, it's got a massive chorus that kind of gets stuck in your head and got you know it's mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, I, I think we I'm, I'm really proud of the the work that we did on that song for sure oh it's so catchy so hooky so radio friendly it's got all the great qualities i know this song is going to do incredibly well for you and continue to put you on the map and 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 start off the album on a great note was it the obvious single jordan was it the one out of all of them and some of them have been singles before and, and people know the songs but to put this one out now is it sort of the obvious choice it was tough because to be honest every single out of the 12 songs on the record, there's about, I don't know, like 45 more songs that people had never heard before. And and at one point or another in the past two years or two and a half years of making this record, at one point, every single song on the record was in the running to be a single, was in the running to be like, okay, they may, let's have this the next single, or it was a single at one point. So it was tough when it came down to the trying to figure out, okay, well, which one do we really want to put out there? And, and it kind of 
naming the record came first. Naming it when I got the, had the final list of the 12 songs I wanted the record, and I was looking at which one would be the best name for it. The best name for a, a first record as well. And I saw Steal Your Heart, and I said, that's kind of what I want to do with this record. A first record is like my first big introduction to to the public, to 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 mm-hmm. fans in a full format. So, and what I want to do is I want to steal their hearts with my music. I want them to kind of spin that music and 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 really just kind of get invested to it. So, naming it was as soon as I kind of had that analogy in my mind, I was like, "Yep, yeah, okay, steal your heart," because that's what I want to do with this record. And then it kind of just made sense to go, "All right, well." this then definitely should be the single to coincide with the release of the record. And, and that, that's kind of just kind of just how it came to be and, and how it kind of happened. But it's, it's, it is one of my favorites on the record. And, and also that I wrote it makes it that much more exciting to have out on the radio and, and, and be kind of like the front runner song for, for the record. Absolutely. And I love that twist on the title. It's not just the title track, but that extra meaning to stealing the hearts of the fans of country music fans and winning yeah. them over to your music. I love that uh, take on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it was just kind of the first thing that came into my mind of when I was looking to get the title for the record and, and, and it just kind of, it made sense. It, it made sense and it fit and it, it seemed like the perfect way to the way to go. That is so cool. How much of a marketer do you have to be, as a music artist, we know you got to be a great singer, performer, all that stuff. What about the behind the scenes, being a marketer, coming up with those kind of ideas? Uh, how much, uh, how much importance is that? Is there on that? Well, I think it's very important. Um, depending on you know what kind of artist you want to be, um, you can be a, a phenomenal singer and you know let the businessmen and you know, let the business people and, and the business side of things kind of just do all that for you and all you have to worry about is showing up and singing and looking good and sounding good and but you can also be on another side of thing where you're you're completely immersed in everything that's going on in your career and I've always been some I've always been on the side where you know I wanted to be in control and wanted to have as much say in my career as possible mainly because that's just my personality where I kind of have to be in control of most situations involved in or else I get just very disinterested and really just not, you know, I don't feel all that comfortable. So I've always been one to take control. And especially now it's, you know, my career, it's, it's my name. It's, it's, it's my, my brand, it's my face, it's my songs, it's my voice. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, no matter what's going on with my career, people will always put it back to me. You know, if, if something screws up, they're not going to go, Oh, well, his manager did no because the majority of the public they don't know your manager they don't know your agency it's going to go back right. to you so I, I think it's there's something to say about being an artist that's really involved in your career plus then you truly know what's what's going on and you can go into interviews and you can talk to people and know exactly what's going on know exactly what your next step is and it, it, it just makes it, I don't know, I, I think it makes it more fun and it's more rewarding at the end of the day when you get that recognition and you get those mm-hmm. kind of people praising you it's like wow you know what i i basically kind of ran this show and i'm getting this praise for it it makes it it just makes it feel so much better that knowing that people are really enjoying something that truly came from yourself and you've got a great team around you um the agency of invictus entertainment led by the great jim crestman who does so many wonderful things in music and the label associated with jim is big star recordings you're on this label, and you you got some pretty great company here, George Canyon and Emerson Drive. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. It's it's great to have um, such great artists who have done so many amazing things in this industry to have them kind of on that roster. And, and it, kind of like one thing mentioning before was it just makes me, you know, having those, those kind of artists, you know, on the same roster as yourself, on the same label, you know, as they said, they're my, my label mates. And, it just makes it so much, it gives me so much more credibility when, you know, someone asks, oh, like who, what label are you signed with? And I can say, well, I got the same team as George Canyon, the same team as Emerson Drive, almost the same team as Brett Kissel and all these people. And, and it just gives you that much more credibility because then they go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, then you're going to do great. You're going to do fine because look at what they've done yeah. with these artists. 
they're going to do the same thing with you, or hopefully they'll do the same thing with you. So um, it, it, it's great to have, you know, to be in the same corner as these artists, because honestly, having George Canyon on your side is not a bad thing when you want to go somewhere <laughs> in the industry, because he's proven that he's, you know, more than capable of, of being one of the great Canadian country music artists that we've ever had. And, to have him mm-hmm. be someone that can say, oh, yeah, Jordan McEnroe is going to have an amazing career. It's like, okay, well, he probably knows what he's talking about, so <laughs> we should probably listen to him. And, and it's it's important to have other artists praise you like that because yeah. their fans are, aren't going to listen to – their fans aren't going to listen to the press release that's kind of put out on Facebook. They're not going to listen to the – you know, all these different things that are put out there. But a lot of the times the fans of country music yeah. – when Brett Kissel says, wow, check this kid out, they're going to believe him and they're going to believe what he's saying is true and they're going to, you know, they're going to want to check me out. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's an added bonus being kind of in the same corner as, as these amazing artists. That is so great. And I want to talk about George a little more because uh, you guys did a song together, Story of My Life, which is on the album. We'll talk about that in a moment. Let's play a song from the uh, uh, upcoming album that people will probably know because it was released to radio, and it's a great song called Grew Up in a Country Song. I love the hook on this. Uh, tell me about the song, Jordan, and then we'll, we'll play it. Yeah, this, this, song, um, this song was kind of – it was the song that took me to the next level. It was, I think it was maybe my second or third release, and it's just people caught on to it, and they connected with it so well and when I was in the writing session writing this song I just I kind of felt it I you know I felt that it's a song that people are going to listen to and go yeah I'm the same way because it could be someone that you know grew up on a farm and and grew up more country than I did I mean I didn't I didn't grow up (laughs) raising cattle and 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 (laughs) shearing sheep and doing all that stuff I didn't you know but I my country song may be different than the country song other people grew up in but in a sense it's kind of all in the same world. And it was really great to kind of have people say, you know, I grew up in a country song too. And I grew up in that. And, and, and the idea of the song was all these kind of different country postcards, you know, in country songs, you hear about the dirt road and you hear about, um, you know, the truck and you hear about the first date and you hear about the family and you hear about the, you know, all these different things that kind of you hear in different country songs. And I said, it's kind of like, and as I was describing all this stuff in the writing session, one of the other writers went, it's almost like you like grew up in all these like, things that you hear in country songs it's like you grew up in a country song and then that's kind of it was like yeah ding ding wow. like there is like that's exactly yeah. kind of how it does feel and, and and thankfully like kind of like how we felt after it was finished people people felt the same way people were like well yeah like obviously this is exactly how i feel and and because of that i i do believe that's the reason why it you know ended up doing so well and and it's still today one of my biggest songs at my shows and and i always play it last because i know I absolutely know that if you have no idea who I am, but you have an idea, that's the song that you're going to recognize. So I always play it last, and it's always the song people are waiting for. And, and some some shows, I, ne- I don't even have to sing it. Like, the audience just takes over, <laughs> which is so does. cool. So, yeah, I'm really that's proud like of this Garth song. Brooks and thing. That's like yeah, a Garth Brooks exactly. thing. His yeah, audience, yeah, he thinks, so you're at that level now. You're at the level they know the song that well. It's pretty. Um, the first time it happens, it's a great. Uh, it's a great moment because you never expected to, and to hear these people screaming the lyrics you wrote back to you, and you kind of just stand there and let them sing the song. It's like, wow, all right, like these, they really do care. You know, they they care enough to learn the words and sing along. And yeah, it's 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 really awesome. That is awesome indeed. Well, let's share the song now from my guest Jordan McIntosh. This is "Grew Up in a Country Song." On in the country. That's just who I am, it's where I'm from. I grew up in a country song. That pretty girl dancing on the tailgate was my first kiss on the third date. And that long dirt road was my way home. That you hear about is where I spent every Sunday singing out. Yeah, that sweet and simple life is all I know. That's just who I am, it's where I'm from. I go back every time I turn the radio. 
And that is Ontario country artist Jordan McIntosh. The song is Grew Up in a Country Song, and that is available on his upcoming album. The album's called Steal Your Heart. It'll be available uh, in stores and online, everywhere you can buy great music on April 15th. We have another song or two to play from that album. Looking forward to that, including the title track, Steal Your Heart. Now, you're returning, Jordan, to Boots and Hearts this year to the music festival. How many years is this for you now? Yeah, this is... um... Well, the first year I did it, um, I was part of their emerging artist showcase, um, yep. which is a funny story. I, I, I made it, you know, I made it to the, whatever the top, I don't know, top eight or whatever it is, the, you know, the, the the round where you perform on the the side stage that they have, and then the top right. two from that perform on the main stage. And I remember my, you know, my it was the first, it was the second year of Boots and Hearts, and my whole and first year, any of my family had been there, and my family went, and they were all there to support me, and. And I felt so great about my performance. I was like, I got this. Like, I'm going to move on to tomorrow. And then we found out that I didn't. And I was, like, completely distraught. I was just like, no, I can't. I, like, this is I, – I can't believe this didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I remember my aunt saying, you know what? I just know you're going to be back there next year, and you're going to be performing on that main stage. You're going to have people there screaming your name, singing along with your songs. I said, no, 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 it's not going to happen. And then the next year, I – was invited back and I had a main stage performance and I had one of the biggest crowds they'd seen at two in the afternoon and, and wow. people were singing along and cheering my name. And I was like, you know, I, I uh, yeah. And she was, she was there as well that weekend. And I was like, Hey, you're, look at <laughs> you were right. So um, this will be my third time at the festival, but second time as like an official on the roster artist. So it's, and it's honestly, it's one of the best weekends ever. It's just, it's, a, it's just a great time. And, and people, people are so friendly there and they just want to come and listen to great yeah. music and, and uh, they're just there to have a good time. And it's amazing the big names they get there. I mean, they get uh, Canadian, American artists, but the top uh, play, of course, on the big stage and, and just a real good variety of artists. It's, there's, there's something there for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great weekend. Boots and Hearts does a really great job. They're, for only being like five or six years in business, mm. they do they organize and operate things at a much higher level than some festivals I've and places I've played at that have been doing it for 20 plus years. It's just a, it's a well-oiled machine. Everyone's so friendly yeah. and so nice. And it's just a, it's, it's a real honor and a pleasure to, to be there. That's amazing. So we'll encourage everyone to uh, check out Boots and Hearts this August, but of course get your tickets ahead of time. So you'll be sure to uh, be able to see all the great artists, including Jordan now, I wanted to ask you about George Canyon again. So, Story of My Life is a song you guys do on uh, the record that's coming out April 15th. And this is a One Direction song. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of, I don't even know, it's not, it's not even an interesting story how it came to be. It was just a song, because my audience, my, my fan base, I, I mean, I know them. They're very, they're the young demographic. They're the Directioners and the Believers and the, all those kind of yep. fans and um it was just a song that I covered in my show because I knew that they would love it and I knew that they would know the words and they'd have fun with it. And then when I went out on the road, um, 
it'll be, I guess, a year and a half ago, um, with George on his Decade of Hits tour, he, we were planning to do a song together at the end of the night, and, and it was his idea. He, I guess he saw a show and or saw a video of me doing it, and he's like, oh, let's, that'd be kind of cool. Let's do that as a duet. And I said, all right, sure. It's, I mean, it's your tour, and you're George Canyon, and I barely know you, and <laughs> I'm obviously going to listen to you, and I'm going <laughs> to say whatever you want me to do and do whatever you want me to do. So, yeah, okay, let's do it. And then yep. um, it was just ended up being a really great thing. And at the end of the tour, we decided to record it and release it as kind of just to commemorate the tour and and the you know that the time that we had there. And it was it was a hit every night because the younger fans that were in the audience knew it, and the older fans in the in his audience knew it because of the younger fans and the, because of the younger people mm-hmm. in their life. So, and plus it was, I mean, who no one else but myself can say that they have George Canyon singing a One Direction song who he had no idea even do <laughs> idea who they were until he heard me singing the song. So, <laughs> but that's, so that's funny. kind of how it came to be. Yeah. Now, who would you like to duet with Jordan? And I'll, I'll stretch this out. My question. So it gives you a few moments to think, but on the female side of things, so you've duetted with George Canyon. Is there a female artist out there that you would like to record a song with at some point? Yeah. You know, it actually doesn't take me a whole lot of time to think about that one. Um, <laughs> The one person that I've always, and I, and she's on my, I have a list of things that I want to achieve before I die career-wise. Um, and on my list, one of them is to collaborate with Taylor Swift. Um, even even if it just means just like writing a song with her, like we don't even have to, we don't have to record it. We don't. She doesn't have to sing on it. We don't. Just kind of collaborating with her and creatively and and getting to you know spend that time with her and. Um, she's definitely one person, especially in songwriting. Um, she obviously believes that the more personal you are in songs, the better. And I, I, I believe that a hundred percent as well. And that's one thing that I've really kind of taken from her and learned from her is just to be honest in your songwriting. And I would love to kind of see firsthand her, her process and, and, you know, what it's like to write with her. So she's, she's always number one on the list of collaborators. Uh, dream duets, uh, you know, whatever it is, um, she's she's always <laughs> been and probably probably always will be number one on the list for sure. What a remarkable career! Being able to take it from country to pop and be successful at both is quite amazing. Oh yeah, no yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a dream come true for her. She's probably gotten to do an experiment with so many different styles of music that she probably dreamed all her life of getting to do and and she's living it and she's doing it so she's definitely yeah. a big inspiration and, and a huge influence now you mentioned honesty in uh your songs and that's a great segue you mentioned that a few moments ago a great segue to uh the song that girl which is also on the album we played it on the show before uh, i know it's a really personal song a really meaningful song if you can tell us a bit about the song jordan and then we'll share it with our listeners yeah for, yeah exactly i mean that that girl was um it was a song written at a very vulnerable, tough um, moment in my life a few years ago. Someone very close to me was, was going through something that was um, heartbreaking for me to watch her go through that. Um, and I've always gone to music and turned to music and writing music to try and help my brain and, and help my myself kind of make sense of what exactly is happening, what exactly is going on. And I thought, you know, maybe I can kind of kill two birds with one stone and write it for myself, but also be able to write it. So she would see that, you know, I'm there for her. And, and it's, it's, it's obviously tough what she's going through, but there are people in her life that actually care about her. And Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's one of the most honest personal, I mean, every song I write is about something and every song is personal, but it's one of the most, in-depth, really honest, really personal songs that, um, that I've written. And, and it's, and again, it's, it's one of the songs that I've released that people and fans have related to me the most with, because it's, it's because it's so honest and it's because it's, they can listen to it and go, wow, like I've been waiting for a song. It's like those moments where you kind of go through something and you don't know exactly how to put it into words and you don't know how to you don't know exactly how you feel about the situation and you wish you knew how to say it or you wish you knew how to knew what to feel. And then you listen to a, some random song and the song is saying exactly what you were trying to say. Well, you're going to be connected to that song on a 
deep level mm-hmm. for a very long time. And, and it's that girl ended up being one of those songs and it, it makes me really happy and nothing makes me, you know, one of the things that makes me the, the happiest is when fans come up and say, you know, tell me their story and tell me why that girl means so much to them or they tell me how it relates to them. And it just, it just gives me the good feeling that what I'm doing is helping people or, or at least sort of helping people. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a song I'm really proud of and it's a song that, um, I hope people will listen to for, or continue to help people for for a while. It's a great song, and it's so it must be so amazing to to write songs like that that touch people, and uh, as you said, gives them support, gives them help, and uh, touches them in some way. Let's hear it now from my guest Jordan McIntosh. This is that girl on in the country. <laughs> And that is Ontario's Jordan McIntosh. The song is called That Girl, a beautiful song, and that appears on his upcoming album, which is called Steal Your Heart. It's going to be available on April 15th. Very exciting. The title track, Steal Your Heart, is coming up on the show in just a few moments. Stay tuned. You're going to get a chance to hear it and just hear how wonderful it is. Uh, A couple more things to talk about before we play it. So, Jordan, uh, last year, 2015, a big year for you at the CCMAs, you had a Rising Star nomination. How did that feel? Yeah, it was um it was really cool. It was a great uh it was kind of it was really great to kind of have that um that first moment of recognition from from my peers and and from people in the industry. Um it was just uh yeah, it it it's a moment that you never can really it's hard to explain how it feels cuz I mean, you, I've watched the CCMAs and I've seen my friends 
get nominated and you know win and then and, and and then to have your name on that nomination list is like so surreal and and it's it's kind of you never really know like what it what it's like to be on that side of it so it yeah it was a great moment and it was kind of a um considering when i got nominated i had never had a i've never you know never had a top 40 single and never didn't have a record out all i was doing was just touring with brett and touring with george and out on the road and and you know getting getting lots of you know uh, interaction on social media and everything and 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 there I was nominated for a you know rising star at the the CCMA awards so it was uh it really made me feel just kind of like a kind of like i guess clarification in my mind that mm-hmm. what I was doing was on the right path and it it was it was really happening and it, it and what I was doing was right and um made me feel like okay this is this is good this is this is what i'm supposed to be supposed to be doing for sure so i mean yeah it's 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 hard to like i said thoughts are kind of all over the place because it's really hard to oh, pinpoint yeah. how exactly it feels because it's just so surreal in that moment yeah pretty amazing as you said just to get that support and that that uh, nod of approval from an organization like the ccma lets you know you're on the right track it gives you a lot more exposure, all that good stuff. And and similar to that, of course, in the province of Ontario, where we are, the CMAO, Country Music Association of Ontario, does great things for artists like yourself as well. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they do. And it's um I feel really honored and I and I love being from a province that has created so many amazing artists. Kira, Kira Isabella, Jason Blaine, um, Derek Rattan. I mean we're we're all from Ontario, so it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty cool to be kind of in that group of artists that are that are doing so well and and the CMAO are um so supportive of myself and of all the artists and they're just uh, really nice people to work with and really nice people to have in your corner and and um it's it's always nice to get to see your CMAO family cuz it's you get you have that kind of different connection with them because you're from you're all from the great province of Ontario so That's yeah, right. it's, it's it's pretty great yeah, yeah, and as you said, when you do that list of all the artists from Ontario who are on the big scene in Canada, the country music scene, I mean, it's it's amazing the number that do come from here. Oh yeah, exactly. It's it's it's. Um, I think if you really started to look at it and started to kind of write it all down, you'd, you'd I think it'd be a pretty stellar group of artists mm-hmm. that you may not even realize how great the list is. So yeah, no, it's pretty. Uh, oh yeah, it it is. It's it's a great. It's it's great to be to be among those lists, that list of people for sure. Well, before we get to the brand new song, which is just amazing and it's going to be a big hit and do so well for you called Steal Your Heart, uh, let's move from Ontario to Nashville for a moment before that song. And you were in Nashville recently. Tell me about your times in Nashville and just what it all means to you. Yeah, no, I love Nashville. I mean, it's a great city. It's filled with great people and great music and creative minds and and talented, talented people and artists. So, I mean, I, I love going down there. I've been, my first trip to Nashville was, I don't know, maybe like, oh, I think maybe like three years ago. Um, and of course your first time, it's so brand new and it's so, it seems so large and so mysterious and it's this new place that you're like, wow, I'm never going to meet people. I'm never going to make things happen in this city. But um, I mean, now when I go down, it's like my second, it's like my, second home city i mean i i know the the greatest the coolest moment for me in nashville was honestly the day that i had to go somewhere and i didn't have to use my gps i just knew how to get there it was it was it's one of the greatest moments that i've had in nashville for sure personally because it was just it just it started to make me feel like wow like this is so cool and um the longest i spent i spent about a month i think yeah i think around a month um there last year at one time and the last week or so, and I started, okay, three days before I have to go home, I started to get really sad because I felt, I just started, to, it started, the feeling started to kick in that this is where I was living. You know, I was, I had so many friends here and I have so many people I know here and, and I'm writing every day and things are going so well. And then, you know, I was in three days and I was going back home and it, and it made me really sad. But Nashville, honestly, they, there's something about Nashville that just, if you're a creative musical person, you just feel so connected to the city that it makes you feel like you belong there. And it, and, and it, it truly did. And, and now, you know, kind of when I go back and I, and I, I try and go back as 
often as I can because it's just such an amazing place to be. Now, have you had any offers yet, Jordan, for the world of acting? Because you've got the height, you've got the look, you can obviously sing if you know the role required that. But have you thought about yourself, or has anyone approached you to say, "Hey, man, we want to put you in something—a TV show or a film"? <laughs> <laughs> well, acting, yeah. Well, acting has always been um, also a passion of mine. Um, my first kind of, I mean, I grew up and I was in theater and I did just all these, you know, whatever things I could do that involved anything to do with music and entertainment, which theater is the mix between both. So it was, um, and then I had my first kind of real experience in the, in this, the CMT Christmas movie, um, coming home for Christmas, which George Canyon was also in and Amber was in it. So, um, but yeah, I love acting. Um, I've, we've actually I've had, had conversations with my team about pursuing and getting more into that. And right now the focus is obviously the record and the focus is the music and the focus is this, but um, I've, I've, I've got some things that are uh, starting to bubble in, in, in the acting side of it, that it's mm-hmm. everything is, it's way all too way to premature to even tweet about or to even talk about. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of just right. like in that, simmering stage of, of, of happening, but you know, acting is, yeah, for sure. It's, it's always been another passion of mine and, and um, it's something that I'm going to pursue for the rest of my career. I mean, for sure. Oh, definitely. That is great. I look forward to uh, developments in that area down the road for sure, Jordan. Uh, so let's turn to the song now, steal your heart. It is the title track to the brand new album, 12 great songs uh, coming out on iTunes record stores, wherever you buy great music, April 15th. We're going to hear, hear Steal Your Heart in just a moment. Jordan was a co-writer on it, along with Danik Dupel from Emerson Drive and Dave Thompson, a great writer as well. Uh, you told us a bit about the song before. Maybe just something else about it, how you feel when you perform it, what you hope it'll do, and then we'll uh, play the song on the show. Yeah, it's the one thing about performing this song live, and, and we've really only done it um, ooh, how many times? Like once or twice maybe, but it's got such a big chorus and it's got such like that anthem feeling chorus. And, and when it gets, the chorus kicks in, it's a great, it's a great moment. Cause even though the audience at the shows that it's been performed at, they've never heard it before. But when that chorus kicks in, it's just one of those things that like grabs your attention right away and, and pulls you in and it, it, and they're excited about it and they don't even know why, because they've never heard it before. So it's, um, it, it's just got that great feeling to it. It's, it's, it's feel good and it's, it's catchy and, and it's, it's written about something that for the most part, a lot of people have felt that way at some point in their life or had someone feel that way about them at some point in their life. So it's just all around it. it there's, it kind of covers all the areas of what should be a successful hit song. And, and, and that's one thing about it that just gets me so excited about it. And I hope people, I really do hope people see it for what it is and, and give it the attention that I feel that it truly does deserve as a song. So it's, uh, it, I'm very excited about it. It is a great song indeed. It's something to be very excited about. Let's play it on the show now. This is Jordan McIntosh and Steal Your Heart on In the Country. To be on time I'm always late when I arrive Showing up to the party after midnight By then everybody's saying goodbye So I plan this down in a second In a way tonight I'm gonna mess it up Miss my shot It might be the only one I got Tonight I'm gonna steal your heart Tonight I'm gonna see 
my shot It might be the only one I got Tonight I'm gonna steal your Ontario's Jordan McIntosh, brand new music from him. It is called Steal Your Heart. What a great song, man. Congratulations again on that song, Jordan. I mean, man, when this gets out to radio, big things are going to happen. Well, I hope so. I'm crossing my fingers. Like we kind of mentioned before, I've I've never even cracked top 40 at radio. So it's, uh, I mean, they know who I am. Everyone in radio across this country, they know who I am. They know what I can do. (laughs) So I'm really hoping that this song um, is kind of that, the song that they go, okay, okay, you know, this is, you deserve this. This song deserves it. Everything about this deserves it. So, yeah, I'm hoping for really great things to come out of this song and the record as well. Amazing. The song is called Steal Your Heart. That is also the name of the album, which will be out April 15th. In the meantime, uh, you can head to jordanmackintosh.com, follow him on social media. And, Jordan, it's always a blast talking to you and always very uh, informative and entertaining. Thanks so much for being here once again. Yeah, thank you, Dave. It's always uh, it's always a good time and an honor to, to for you to have me on your show, and it's uh, I, I enjoyed and I know this won't be the last time, so um, we oh, will uh, obviously obviously we'll be talking again soon for sure. I look forward to it, and I appreciate that so much. My guest has been Ontario country artist Jordan McIntosh. If you love hearing the story behind the song, and if you love country music, then you'll love In the Country with Dave Woods. It's the online radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Maybe you're a big fan of Lisa Brokaw or love the sound of Paul Brandt. Maybe it's Dean Brody that gets you singing along. When you tune in, you'll hear from the names we all know and love to the new names that will steal our hearts. Dave isn't following the latest trend. This music is his passion. Tune in and get your country on. On In the Country with Dave Woods, where country music never goes out of style. Joining me now on the show is Ontario country artist Brittany Brody, and she has a brand new song to share with us called Love Anyone Else, and she's been here before. Always a great time chatting with her, and uh, last time around she shared a beautiful song called Phoenix that she co-wrote. You can check that out online or at BrittanyBrody.com. It is such a great song. Let's welcome her now to the show, Brittany Brody. Hey, Britt. Good evening, Dave. How are you? I am doing just wonderful. It's so great to have you on the show. I know, right? I mean, why wouldn't you want to have me on the show? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that's exactly what I'm thinking and feeling. Well, this is awesome because we're going to chat and then we're going to play Love Anyone Else. This song was just released today. I'm so excited that we get to share the song on the day of its release. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It just, yeah, just came out this morning. Tell me about the song because you write a lot of your songs. This one you didn't. It was written by Jennifer Denmark and Rob Harris. So what made you choose this song? What was it about it that appealed to you? Um, well, when I when I talked with my producer and we were discussing me coming down to Nashville and um, part of the plan was for me, like, you know, as we discussed before in that short amount of time, I got down there and I wrote a bunch of songs and then a couple of days later I was in the studio. And mm-hmm. when you're in there, like, you have a certain amount of songs for a certain amount of time and, you know, when you're an independent artist, like, you don't have that unlimited budget that you can just go crazy so I had it narrowed down to three songs and I was going back and forth on a couple I wrote or this one that had been sent to me and I just really felt in my gut that I should just leave the two of mine that I was thinking of for the third song and I decided that the story with this one just sat with me more and you just got to go here to that and it just 
it felt like the right thing to do. And the story, you know, relationships are hard. That it's an everyday thing. It's work, and they're not easy. Mm-hmm. And it's so true that you'd rather. I mean, in most cases, or maybe not, the divorce rate's pretty high. But you'd rather fight with them than love anyone else. So that just that's a really, great hook. Yeah. Yeah, great it really sat with me. And when I was listening to it, I remember I was out. I you know it t- the, the night before I um, had my session. I was really trying to decide what what I was going to do, and I sat out in the rental car and I was listening to the demo of it, and it was raining, and it was dark because it was nighttime, and you know, like I'd been away from home for a while, so like you're lonely, and and then you just listen to it, and it's so emotional, and it's so quiet, mm-hmm. and it's just got such a good story, and it just felt like the right thing to do. That is awesome, and especially that you would put aside two of your own songs. That shows that uh, your ego isn't going to stand in your way if it's a good song it's a good song and that's what comes first right that's exactly it and i mean it's wonderful and it's an extra feather in your hat when you're recording and putting out something that you wrote or co-wrote but to me like i it's never been like that's just not how i am i mean a good song's a good song i don't care if i wrote it or not and i just i have to go with my gut feeling and that was the right thing to do now, you were raised on some great classic country music, and we've talked about this before. I, I know you've got other influences as well and, and artists that you like, but you were raised on great people that I listen to a lot and still love, people like Vern Gosden, Dottie West, Hank Williams, George Strait. I mean, their music is still great to go back and listen to. Absolutely. Yep, I totally agree with you. Vern? And speaking speaking of these people that we both grew up listening to, I was at the Opry a couple weeks ago, and I got to visit with Connie Smith. Now, that was quite a moment. Oh, wow. Connie Smith. Now, she is married to Marty Stewart? That's correct, yep. So what was it like seeing Connie Smith and, and hearing her sing? Well, I'll just have to tell you, like, a quick little backstory. Um, I, when I was 18, so I'm 30 now, so that was a while ago, my daddy and I went to Nashville you know, just living the dream, doing the thing, and learning the school hard knocks. And we ended up getting tickets that day for the Opry, and we were up in the nosebleeds. And Connie Smith was on the show, and I grew up listening to her, and my dad has always loved her. And it was just so surreal to see her in the flesh and listen to her like she's got the voice of an angel. And then all these years later to eventually work my way to backstage and getting to know people in the band and I'm hanging out backstage and I meet her that oh, the, the wow. night that I got to go backstage like the first time where I got to just hang out and chill I cannot yep. believe that that's how it worked and I even said to a friend of mine in a session the day before I said I just saw the bill for the Opry and Connie Smith is there like how crazy is that because I said I <laughs> hope I get to meet her soon and then she was there that night that's amazing and you got to meet her oh yeah we chatted and had a little hug and um we just my visited goodness. my boyfriend he flew down a couple of days a-, a few days after me and he was there and he had my phone and he was taking pictures while we were talking so i'm just so <laughs> thankful he did that but yeah we were just talking about life and clothes and what it was like growing up <laughs> listening to her and how she inspired some of my fashions when i was growing up performing on stage because you know like when you're quite small your parents are going to kind of pick and choose how you dress on stage. And sure. My parents always said, Brittany, now the woman of country music who is the classiest is Connie Smith. So we're kind of we're going to kind of go in that direction. I was like, okay. So when I met her, I <laughs> told her about that, and she just thought that was the sweetest thing ever. That is so cool. What a great story to have met Connie Smith, and that's just wonderful. And uh, Nashville, you were visiting there, as you said, uh, tell me more about Nashville and, and what you did down there with your music. And uh, Did you songwrite while you were there? Oh, absolutely. That was the whole trip. Um, once I landed, I was off to a writing session just like last time, and I had a song within two hours. And the same person that I wrote with last time, Don Gallardo, that wrote Together and Ever Alone with me, we wrote together mm-hmm. that first day I got into town, and we had a session booked for the next morning in case we didn't finish the song that night and the next morning we wrote another one in less than two hours (laughs) so you guys have got uh, some good songwriting chemistry going on we absolutely do yeah sometimes it just comes and sometimes it doesn't and with him and i it just seems to work out really well um 
so we wrote together, and then I had so many different sessions booked all week. Like, every day I was up at 5 in the morning, off to the gym, back to get ready for the day, off writing all day. Sometimes I was writing till 2 in the morning and then back up at 5 again. So I was not there to fool around. I was there to work hard. And this trip, um, I mean, you just you kind of think sometimes you're like, oh, I just kind of need to, you know, give myself a little bit of, time to chill but you're there for a reason and you want to utilize all of that time that you get and then I get home and I'm exhausted and I break my toe so I think that told me to slow down (laughs) (laughs) oh that's too bad how's the toe doing now oh it's 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 sore it's taped to its neighbor that's all they can do like there's there's nothing there's nothing (laughs) I can do except for live in converse until um it's better. Maybe Converse will hear this discussion and send me some free hey. shoes. There you go. Hey, we're looking for sponsors for Brittany, and that is, that's very cool. Uh, now, your last name, as we know, is Brody, and the last time you were on the show, you joked about Dean Brody, who you know just won at the Junos country album, a huge country artist, and he spells his name differently than yours. What do you think of that? I, I say it's spelt wrong, not differently. Um, <laughs> But he might have something else to say about that. I mean, it's your last name. You take a lot of pride in your last name. I just like to tease him a little bit. But, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he spelled it wrong. That's what I think about it. <laughs> We're going to get to your brand-new song in just a few moments called Love Anyone Else. And and I've got a question to ask you about the male vocals on the song because they're really good as well. But um, Phoenix, so that's the song we played last time. People can head to YouTube or BrittanyBrody.com to check out. It's such a great, empowering song, an inspiring song. And you co-wrote it with a Grammy Award winner and Dove Award nominee, uh, Reggie Ham. What was it like to write with Reggie and, and to have that great song come out of it? Oh, my gosh. It was, it was almost magical. And, again, we have really good chemistry together as people um, in building a friendship. And this past trip um, to Nashville, I wrote with him again. So you just wait until you hear the song that we wrote together this time. Like, it'll blow your mind. Nice. And when are we going to get a chance to hear that one? Well, I can't just tell you that yet because i got to hype it up, so I can't let you in on Oh, exactly. <laughs> okay. The cat is not out of the bag on that new song. That's cool. Well, let's turn to the one that is out now for everyone to listen to. It's at iTunes, released today, called Love Anyone Else. You mentioned, uh, we mentioned earlier, the writers are Jennifer Denmark and Rob Harris. And so the male vocals on the song, I mean, your vocals are amazing as always, but as we get near to the end or the middle we start to hear a male vocal do some harmony and some and some lines. Who's that? That is none other than Gordon Moat, who also plays the keys. He played the piano and the B3 on Phoenix. Right. And he did the harmonies himself. His wife and his daughter did harmonies on Phoenix, and then he did them on this one. And is he not incredible? Oh, sounds great. Really adds to the song, really does. Yeah, he's absolutely beautiful, and his voice and his playing, he's just absolutely Mm. phenomenal. And, I mean, I don't, I'll just tell you a little tidbit. So I think I told you before how I always had looked up to him. Like, I'd watched him on TV, and I had his records and stuff, and I just, I thought he was incredible, and it was always a dream to work with him. And when I was in Nashville this trip, I'd sent him a text message just saying hi and what was happening and that, and he gave me a call and just, just told me the most beautiful things anyone could tell me about myself and about how he feels about me as an artist and as a person, and that was all I needed. Just I get emotional even talking about it, that someone at his stature and his level to believe in me that much, to encourage me the way he did, it was it was breathtaking. Incredible. So so great to uh, have that kind of feedback and support, and I mean, it makes a difference when someone's, uh, someone's on your side. That's incredible to hear, Brittany. Let's hear the song now. Uh, I want to share with everyone, brand new from my guest, Brittany Brody. It's called Love Anyone Else here on In the Country. Well, here we go again. Another peaceful evening ends. With careless words and slamming doors, nobody wins. We start keeping score. You face your wall and I face mine. 
And that is Brittany Brody, my guest on In the Country, and the uh, song is called Love Anyone Else. Check it out at iTunes. Brittany, man, it sounds great. You just have those strong vocals. They always make the song great. Thank you so much for saying that. That means a lot. I always <laughs> I always get told not to be so loud all the time, but that's not as a singer, but as a person, because <laughs> it just comes from the deepest part of my belly and just comes out and... That's what I got. So when I hear how powerful it is, I just love hearing that. That sounds it sounds great. Uh, been a pleasure to have you back on the show, and I know we're running to each other at some events coming up, music events uh, this spring and this summer. Been a pleasure, and we'll talk to you soon, Brittany. I can't wait to see you again, and thank you again so much. You're so supportive and incredible. Thank you. My pleasure. I appreciate those kind words. A big thank you to Brittany Brody. And, of course, we opened up the show with the one and only Jordan McIntosh and his brand-new song, the title track to his album, Steal Your Heart. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.